the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. Well, talk about strange, sad irony. Yeah. Uganda. I'll tell you what I mean here in just a moment. Welcome to Bobberty Live. It is the 4 o'clock edition on a Tuesday. And my telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Here is the strange, sad irony. Uh, British and then American missionaries began going to the continent of Africa way over a hundred years ago. Predominantly British, um, and at that time, Africa was referred to as the Dark Continent. It certainly had nothing to do with the color of the skin of the people who lived there. Of course not. It was called the Dark Continent because it was dark spiritually. It was pagan. They worshipped pagan gods, heathen gods. Uh, Human sacrifice was common. Um, Cannibalism was common from a spiritual aspect, it was the dark continent. And again, that's, it certainly wasn't because of daylight. It was spiritual. It was the dark continent. And missionaries from the West, primarily Great Britain, some from France, uh, even some from Germany, and then later, uh, missionaries from America, but missionaries from the West went to the dark continent of Africa, bringing first and foremost salvation, redemption through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. They also brought biblical morality. Now, for a small handful of missionaries, they were trying to make Africa, like Britain, a small handful of American missionaries, they were trying to make Africans like Americans or Britons. But for the most part, the missionaries were not trying to make them British or, or anything like that. But they did bring biblical morality, a biblical sense of right and wrong, and to deliver them from paganism and heathenism. And one of the major issues was a biblical 
uh, focus on sexuality and gender and marriage. So are you following me so far? Missionaries from the West went to Africa to take salvation first and foremost, and then biblical morality to deliver the pagans from paganism. Now, keep that in mind as I get into this story. Headline, Uganda defers signing EU agreement due to concerns about left-wing sexual ideology. Here's the story. The Ugandan government recently postponed its signing of an agreement with the European Union and a coalition of African, Caribbean, and Pacific nations due to the agreement's lack of clarity on points related to sexuality and gender ideology. Listen carefully in light of what I just said. Uganda which has remained firm in its traditional values amid ongoing pressure from the West to accept Western sexual ideologies. Now, what what does that mean? In this article, what are Western sexual ideologies? The... uh, paganism and heathenism from which so many in Africa were delivered because they received the gospel and began to believe God's word. So to get this, please understand this. Missionaries from the West went to Africa to teach and preach salvation, redemption, and a biblical Worldview, a biblical morality. Now, the West is pressuring them to reject the values brought to them from the Western missionaries. The West is pressuring them to go back to paganism. Do you not find that? Tragically ironic. Uganda, quote, has remained firm in its traditional values. Where did Uganda get those traditional values? Great Britain and America, primarily. And so now, who is now pressuring them to abandon that traditional morality and traditional values? America, Europe, the West. We have seen a complete reversal. And I've got a, well, in fact, the very next story in my stack. Headline, very next story, over 7,000 churches have left the UMC, that's the United Methodist Church, amid homosexuality schism. 7,000 churches have left the United Methodist Church because the United Methodist Church has abandoned biblical principles. Now, of all of the United Methodist Churches on planet Earth, 
Where are there more United Methodist churches holding to biblical principles and biblical value? Africa. Did you see this? Every year in their annual conference for the United Methodists, African pastors come to America and say, what is wrong with you people? You have abandoned the Bible. This is what you taught us 150 years ago. And now you have abandoned the truth, and we are standing for the truth. That's why some countries in Africa have more truly born-again believers per capita than the United States of America. Yeah. And that's why other countries are now sending missionaries to America. We have seen a complete, tragic, ironic reversal. So we've got Uganda saying, ah, ah, no, we're not adopting that. Wow. We need a revival, folks. We really, really do. All right, we'll be back. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. Can you handle a little little bit of good news? Yeah. I was just talking about Nebraska just a minute ago, where the uh, governor of Nebraska is taking the lead in the pro-life movement there. Um, And I I hate to, to spend too much time on this, but... I'm honestly disappointed with our governor in the in the pro-life issue. Uh, he's pro-life. He's not ashamed of it, but he's certainly not out on the front line. And he's not going to be up for re-election, so it's not, you know, he doesn't want to hurt his re-election odds. Uh I don't know. I, I don't know why our governor is not more out on the front lines. I know he's pro-life. Uh, Joy and I attended an event, oh, it's been probably two years ago, down at the governor's mansion. And uh, <clears throat> he uh, spoke to us that were there and to the small group that was gathered. He made it very, very clear that he is unapologetically pro-life. I wish he would do publicly what he does privately, like the governor of Nebraska. Anyway, uh, there is also good news in Iowa. Iowa has a Republican governor, Kim Reynolds, and uh, back in June... She signed a bill establishing a Board of Regents Commission to review Iowa's DEI activities, diversity, equity, inclusion. 
and recommend necessary changes. Good for her. DEI is destroying our universities because DEI is the brainchild of the liberal progressive left. And as you and I know, what happens to everything the liberal progressive left touches? It dies. It's destroyed. DEI is destroying our educational system. So Kim Riddles, the governor of Iowa, signed a bill saying, hey, we are going to uh, establish a commission, a Board of Regents commission, and we're going to review the DEI activities, particularly on our university campus, and we are going to recommend necessary changes. Well, that was back in June. Well, they are already making changes. They have emerged with a report containing 10 recommendations that the broader Board of Regents approved. Let me quote. The changes to Iowa's DEI programs include eliminating university-wide DEI functions that are not necessary for compliance or accreditation. So if it's it's not necessary federally, it's gone. It's out. We're not going to have DEI functions just so that we can say we have DEI functions and we can be woke. Uh, The commission goes on. We will be reviewing all college, department, or unit-level DEI positions to determine whether DEI-specific job responsibilities are necessary for compliance, accreditation, or student and employee support services, and eliminating all that are not, and reviewing the services provided by offices currently supporting diversity or multicultural affairs and other divisions of the university to ensure that they are available to all students. So, They are basically disbanding the DEI departments, getting rid of most of the DEI positions on university campuses. Um, I should have looked it up. But like the University of M, you know, the place up north that we're going to be facing Saturday in football. Yeah. They have one of the largest DEI departments in the country. It's immense. It is one of the largest departments in the entire university system in Michigan. It's huge. It has exploded in growth. Well, in Iowa, they're going exactly the opposite direction. Uh, Quote, the steps the Board of Regents have adopted also include ensuring that employees, students, applicants, and campus visitors are not required to submit DEI statements or be evaluated based on participation in DEI initiatives unless the position is one required for DEI-related compliance or accreditation. It gets better. The new rules also 
prohibit Iowa's public universities from requiring that employees, students, applicants, or campus visitors provide their preferred pronouns. Yeah. Uh, In addition to scaling back DEI programs, the Board of Regents affirmed the state university system's commitment to ideological uh, heterogeneity on the campus as well. One new effort is the issuing of standardized guidance regarding the separation of personal political advocacy from university business and employment activities. And another promotes, quote, potential recruitment strategies for advancing diversity of intellectual and philosophical perspectives in faculty and staff applicant pools. So in other words, not a phony, fake, leftist diversity, but real diversity. Different views, different thoughts. Um, Good for Governor Kim Reynolds in uh, Iowa. Man, I hate to make this criticize Mike DeWine Day, but why haven't we seen this kind of movement here in Ohio? Look at the public universities we have in Ohio, and they are paralyzed by DEI. Well, I was doing something about it. Good for them. Um, we can certainly hope that in the next gubernatorial election that we republic that we elect a Republican, but a real conservative with some guts, with some courage, which I'm just fearful that. <clears throat> Our governor kind of lacks in those areas. All right, bottom of the hour break, and we'll be back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.